Hi everyone and welcome back to the Sits and Giggles podcast. Today is very exciting because we have the sequel to Big Brad Wolf and it's called Big Brad vs. Little Red. So last time when we left Big Brad, he had just bumped into Little Red Riding Hood in the forest as he was running away from the little pigs and she was going to her granny's house with treats. And Big Brad decided that he was going to go to Granny's house as well, behind Little Red's back, in order to get some of those treats. So, sit back, relax, and get ready for the sequel. I walked as fast as my asthma and tired body would let me to Granny's house. Luckily, Little Red Riding Hood seemed to be taking the long way around, so my shortcut would get me to Granny's house just before her. When I reached Granny's house, I was just about to knock when I saw a note pinned to her door. I've gone to Bingo. If I'm not home when you arrive, just let yourself in. The door isn't locked. I hesitated. Now what? Should I go in? Wouldn't that just upset Little Red even more? But the cookies, the chocolates, all the yumminess I'd be missing if I didn't go inside. I looked to my left, then to my right. No one else was around. I shot out my wolf hand and grabbed the doorknob. The note did say to just let myself in. The door creaked as I opened it and quickly hopped inside. I gently closed the door again while looking around the room. Should I hide under the bed? But how could I possibly get hold of cookies if I was under the bed? How about under the table? I got onto all fours and tried to creep under the kitchen table, but my big body wouldn't fit. Stupid long legs, I thought to myself angrily as I stood back up. What now? I heard something in the distance. It was Little Red singing while she happily skipped her way down the path towards the house. Uh Uh-oh, I needed to find somewhere to hide, and I needed to find it fast. And that's when I saw Granny's pyjamas hanging on the rocking chair. She looked about my size, except a little shorter than me, of course. But if I hid under the blanket, maybe Little Red wouldn't notice. It was worth a shot. I basically jumped inside the pyjamas and was just able to hide my long legs under the blanket before Little Red opened the door. She walked inside and gave a little yelp. (gasps) Oh, Granny, sorry for getting a fright. I just wasn't expecting to see you there. The note is still up saying that you're at bingo. I panicked. Putting on my very best old Granny voice, I replied, Oh, silly Granny, I absolutely completely forgot to take it down. No wonder you were so shocked to see me, poor girl. But I see you brought a basket of goodies. What a treat. Why don't you bring them over to me straight away and we'll feast? Little Red looked confused. Don't you want your normal cup of tea first, Granny? Like you always do. I'll put on the kettle. Oh yes, tea, I said with disappointment. I simply must have my tea. Little Red hummed softly as she skipped to the kettle filled it with water, and switched it on. 
Automatically, it made this hissing noise as the water began to heat up. Then Little Red turned around and skipped her way to my bedside. Plopping herself firmly on the side of the bed, she shot me a giant smile and said, I see you forgot to go to your weekly waxing appointment, Granny. Your beard seems to have spread across your entire body, like the ultimate bearded lady. I blushed. Yes, my dear, I muttered. I simply didn't find the time this week, but next week I promise to be beard-free when you visit. Little Red seemed satisfied with that answer, but she continued to stare at me with wide eyes. Granny, your eyes are looking awfully big today. Is everything okay? Yes, dear, I said again. I think my hairiness makes my eyes look bigger, that's all. And big eyes allow me to take everything in. That's true, Little Red whispered before continuing. And your ears, Granny, they're so pointy and big today, almost animal-like. Why is that? I took a quick moment to consider my answer carefully. Why, it's the latest medical revolution, my dear, so us old folk can hear you young folk better. It seems to be working a charm. I can hear you perfectly, my dear. Again, Little Red seemed satisfied. She stood up and brought over a cookie. She nibbled on it slowly as I watched closely, waiting for her to offer me one. Finally, I couldn't watch her eating any more and almost shouted, Won't you be a dear and bring Granny a cookie too? Little Red looked confused. But Granny, the kettle hasn't boiled yet. And I know how you feel about eating cookies without dunking them in tea first to soften them up for your old teeth. Although I must say, your teeth are looking very big, sharp and healthy today and seem to fit your enormous mouth very well. Have you had mouth surgery too, Granny? The kettle let off a loud shriek as it finished boiling, saving me from having to explain away my appearance again. Little Red really seemed to lack a filter about other people's looks. Her real Granny might need to reprimand her about that. Little Red skipped back towards the kitchen and poured some boiling water into a cup. Then she dipped the tea bag in and added a splash of milk and sugar before bringing it over to me. I held the hot cup between my palms and enjoyed the sweet smell of the tea while I eagerly watched Little Red bring over a big cookie. This one must finally be for me, I thought to myself. I was right. As she reached me, Little Red placed the cookie in my big furry paw and then sat back down on the side of the bed. Knowing that she'd be watching me closely, I carefully dunked the cookie into the tea, but when I pulled it out to eat it, I watched in horror as it slopped off and fell to the bottom of the cup. Oh no, I wanted to eat that. I stuck my one finger into the tea in an attempt to grab the soggy cookie from the bottom, but all I managed to do was burn my finger. Ha <laughs> I moaned and quickly pulled my finger out. Little Red jumped up and ran to fetch a glass of cold water for my burning hand. As she did so, the front door flew open and in waltzed Granny and her best friend, the woodsman. 
The entire house went quiet. Everyone seemed to pause and take in the scene before them. Then suddenly, Granny started to touch her face, muttering, Oh dear, oh dear, I was so sure I was here, but it certainly would seem like I'm over there. I do feel rather dazed and confused. And with that, she fainted into the woodsman's arms. The woodsman stood there holding Granny, his mouth and eyes open wide. He didn't really seem to know what to do. But Little Red ran up to me and pulled off the dainty night hat from the top of my head. Big Brad, she shouted angrily. How dare you pretend to be my granny and try to eat her treats. And look at her bed. You've completely messed it up. Get out of here before I call the police. I wasted no time jumping out of Granny's nightclothes before running swiftly past the confused woodsman in the direction of my house. When I finally stopped to breathe, my asthma again causing me to huff and puff, I heard my stomach let out a familiar gurgle. <sniffs> While this had been a most unsuccessful day, I thought to myself. No friends, no cookies, and all I had to show for it was a burnt finger. It was most definitely time to make my way home to the comfort of my own wolf den. As I scrambled up the path to my own house, I smelt a familiar aroma in the air. My mum was making my favourite chocolate cake. My mouth began to water again, and I quickly opened the front door and announced, I'm home. Finally, shouted my mum, come in here and enjoy a slice of fresh chocolate cake with me, and tell me all about your day. I must say, it felt good to be home. Poor Brad Wolf, that really wasn't what he was hoping for or expecting, was it? If you want to hear more stories about Brad Wolf, let me know on sitsandgiggles.podcast at gmail.com or you can find me on the website www.sitsandgigglespodcast.com Until next time, thanks for listening. Bye.